just happened. We kicked your ass. That was amazing. Let's go. <laughs> Beat down in New England. Bear Welcome down. in Ba-do-ba-do. to the CHGO <laughs> Bears postgame show. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Uh. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Holy crap. I mean, that was just a pure domination. Not only in all three phases of football, uh, Eberflus kicked Belichick's ass. I think Bill Belichick was onto something when he spent seven minutes telling us how good the Bears were. That was such such a relaxing fourth quarter. We were like we were just like just sitting back. <laughs> if we had cigars, we would have been smoking them. <laughs> Justin Fields was had an amazing night. Justin, you were just on your phone the entire fourth quarter responding to Patriots. Fans. I was just. I, I mean, I'm having a great night. This is so <laughs> much great fun. Time. This is this is this is just utterly glorious. 33 oh, to 14, the Bears over the Pats. Feels like we should be like five and two. Kind of sucks over three and four. But hey, what a what a what a what a night of football for a team that just got a whole lot better after the mini whatever you want to call it by. Has Justin Fields ever looked that comfortable and confident? You know, I I don't think so. The Bears haven't looked that complete in years. Justin Fields has never looked that complete. Of a quarterback, yes, he made the one mistake. And then Luke Getze, I got to give him so much credit for the game he called because we talk about Eberflus versus Belichick, but it's Getze versus Belichick too, and he kicked Belichick's ass tonight. Well, let's start it right away then with our field's guide. Because um, a lot of talk about fields. It is presented to you by Green Ridge Farm, the field's guide. Honestly, this is definitely one of those games where stats can be misleading because overall, wasn't terribly impressive in the stat book. He finishes 13 to 21 for 179 yards, just throwing uh, with a touchdown, with an interception. But when you factor in the rushing, mm-hmm. 82 yards and a touchdown on 14 carries, the fumbles I have in my notebook. We're going to have to talk about that at some point, but we'll keep it positive Four. <laughs> right now. The Bears, yeah. the Bears fumbled the ball five times tonight. Didn't lose a single one. Listen here, negative media man. We're <laughs> staying positive right now. Positive vibes yeah. only. Yeah, and I, I honestly think the box score is lying. There is no way <laughs> that he only ran for 82 yards. That dude was all over the field tonight. I mean, back at the 50, looks like he's going to be dead. Bears offense is going in the deep freeze. Double cut, unbelievable move. All of a sudden, well, you only get credit for the yards from the line of scrimmage. If you want to add in all the lines or the yards behind the line of scrimmage, you're right. He, he it, w- the, the box score is lying because it was probably more like 120 yards. And when he was going into halftime, he looked so unbelievably exhausted from everything he had to do. But they <laughs> credit to Getsy and company. They clearly sat down, at least in my mind. What's our best option? It's the quarterback running the football. Yep, okay, yep. let's do some design runs. Let's do that in the red zone. Let's do it all night long. And you would have thought that the goat over there would have been expecting it, but I don't know what was going on there with Big Bill and, and company. It, it, it was great coaching by the Bears. I got to say, you know, we talked about in the pregame. I, I thought they'd be very, very focused on containing fields. I think they were. I just don't think they had any idea that the, after two years, the Bears were finally going to say, okay, <laughs> designed runs. And a lot of people have been screaming for it. So if you're one of those people, congratulations, because the Bears did it, and it worked. Very, very impressive. Yeah, I mean, and, and then, like I said, the Justin Fields 
Luke Getze combination continues to grow. You know, everyone was saying, play conservative. They don't have enough weapons. Their offensive line is crap. Screw all that. You, you, you play too conservative, and then you tie both hands behind Justin's back. He's already got one hand tied behind his back with the talent deficiency that this team still has. But at the same time, you have a good play-calling scheme like Luke Getze had tonight. The wide receiver screen. That yeah, was a great play. I'm going to take my victory lap. I called it pre-snap. But how many yeah, fans did. or anybody could call that out pre-snap? They're playing nine yards off. You're five wide. Throw a wide receiver screen. How many times has that happened to the Bears? The Bears did it to the Patriots. Refreshing to see. But and, but that play in particular, number one, it was impressive. Bragg screamed it he, out. He screamed it out before the snap. And uh, it, it, was, I was, it was a strong-ass Greg Bragg's moment. But... <laughs> also was strong that, look, that that play by Fields to even to get it to Herbert that was a high degree of difficulty to get that one yard pass which would but right. by the way we if we're floating back and forth from just moments that are kind of make you scratch your head some of these like just nothing throws Fields is uh, having tr- some trouble with but that one to Herbert was sweet and he got and by the way another one he got absolutely annihilated on that play yes. helmet to the back. What yeah, is he doesn't it? get those calls. No calls. It's, uh, we've already been over that. And we have to stop the show, though, right now. Stop it. Well, not literally, but stop everything we're talking. Shut up, Carm. <laughs> I saw that. $100 super chat. $100. The Duke. Duke. Welcome. The People Duke. are feeling good tonight. The Bears. The Duke. 811. Jumping in here saying, Bulls win. Bears win. Packers lose. Doesn't get much better than this. Thank you for the post-game coverage. Now put us to bed with a smile on our faces, guys. Let's I mean, go. Thank you so much. We appreciate Duke, the support. Um, I do have to say, <laughs> tonight, <laughs> a new one. tonight was a really fun night here because not, o- not only did the Bears kick ass, right. but we had simultaneous games going on. We got to experience the full CHGO Bulls experience tonight. And I- I'm a little mad, though, because I got to say, I'm calling Peck out. Matt Peck, he was the one being negative before the, both of these games. He right. said both teams are going to get demolished tonight. Really negative on the Bulls. And I said, you know what I'm feeling tonight? Even though I didn't make this my prediction. But I did say <laughs> this. I did say this. I said, this reminds me of last year when I was in Vegas. The Bears were underdogs to the Raiders. The White Sox were underdogs to the Astros in the playoffs. And I said, money line parlay. Both teams as dogs. It paid out like 200 bucks or something. I didn't do it, though. Anybody. I didn't do it tonight. I told Peck to do it. Nobody did it. You at least, it. you had the thought, which actually makes it worse, but shout out to anybody who did that on DraftKings, our fine sponsor, leading off the show here tonight. Let's let's go. Uh, I I did not do that. And and but we we cashed in some dollars tonight. Yep. We we did well. I I, uh, I did I did okay on DraftKings today. And those of us who picked the Bears. Did you get your um Prop bet, though? I don't think you I, got I, it. I think I'm like the only I guy think, that didn't hit tonight, but that's fine. I th- no, because he had the blasting game touchdown. Well, that's just... It almost the, had came through. They were on the goal line. They gave it to Demo, I, but uh, blasting game was on. Mooney on the, needed was, four catches. He finished with three. Uh, I Khalil Herbert, anytime touchdown, came in early, thanks to the Greg Bragg's play call. Yeah, I, I, did, not, I did not hit my Mooney on the got o- it. over three nice. and a half. That hurts, but that's okay. Um, no problem. I'm right, not, not sweating it. Speaking of DraftKings, we got a we got a new feature we have to give out. It is the Draft Kings King of the Game. And there's Matt, Matt Peck. There's Matt Peck. He's still happy, even though nobody bet the 
money game parlay we said. But uh, Justin Fields is your king of the game with those numbers we mentioned earlier. You just got it. Like, this is one of those where, like, the passing numbers, they just don't really tell the story. Yeah, that's nice. It's the royal See, trumpet. I like some that. guy in rush hour traffic, though, in the morning yeah. is going to be so mad that yeah. you just played that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, uh, uh, but absolutely king of the game, right, Justin Fields? No, there's, there's no question, and you know, it was just awesome to see him sitting there at the end of the game with the Bears up by what felt like a billion, and he's got a huge smile on his face, and we're, we're having fun. It's settling in. We've got a roadmap on how we've got to play. We're figuring it out. The offensive coordinator and Fields are getting on the same page. I don't want to be too over the top here, but that's, I think that's a fair comment. Yeah. I mean, this, is, this, wasn't, this was a massive step forward. You had before the game, the GM out of nowhere is speaking in New England and talking about how they, how they had this awesome mini bye week, the whole thing, and we're going to evaluate game to game. Well, Ryan Poles is sitting there tonight smoking a big cigar thinking, like, all right, all right, I feel pretty damn good the way this game went. Yeah, he's evaluating this one just yeah, fine. Yeah, and, you know, all the plays to score touchdowns were great, but the highlight to me was on the final touchdown drive when Justin Fields, I don't know if it was third down or not, they were, I think they finished 11 to 17, Adam said, um, on third down for the day. Yeah. But, uh, let's see. Third down, 11 to 18. 11 to 18. And the Patriots were 5 to 10. But the the play where Fields reads right to left and yes, goes, and they, to they talked about it on the Manning cast, and he it could have been his third or fourth read, uh, ESB. Everybody calls him EQ. I call him ESB. But regardless. It was just such patience shown by Justin Fields and, like, kind of put the cherry on top of such a complete game, whether it was with his legs or his arms or, you know, I can't speak enough of how well Luke Getze called the, the game tonight. But in that moment, Justin Fields just looked like a complete quarterback. We all know his athleticism, but it's the reading the field and being patient behind the pocket and trusting his offensive line that we're waiting for. And obviously when he has better pieces that will come with that. But for now to see that with the talent that he has or lack thereof around him is just such a, a sight for sore well, eyes. Well, he also, he talked about how he's, you know, I, I, let me pay attention to when I get myself sped up from getting hit. And he got hit plenty tonight too, but he did a, Marvelous job multiple times tonight of hanging in the pocket. And there was one, the, 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 the four progression to EQ was great. And then he had another one to him where he was scrambling to the left. He, he was selling the look down the field. And he made a nice little throw down the sideline for five yards. There were a lot of examples tonight of him taking the easy throw that's right in front of him that that's what elite quarterbacks do. Some degree of difficulty does not always have to be that high. And also the third and 16 right before the end of the first half where I'm sitting there like, just run a draw and take the field goal. And Luke Getze said, no, even though you just fumbled the ball two plays ago, I'm going to put the ball in your hands, Justin. Go make a play. And he hits Darnell Mooney on the sidelines, a really nice toe tapper. But it just yeah. showed me the evolution of the trust they're now having in Justin Fields and the offense to get that first down, and they got it. Yeah, a couple big-time throws. That was one of them. The Mooney won the Comet later. That Comet, Even Comet thought he was out of bounds. They rush up, so a lot of good stuff from Justin Fields. Um, we got to do our game balls, but we should bring in Corey Wooten for this segment. We might as well since he is standing Woot. by uh, Corey Wooten joining us now. And, uh, Woot, I guess we got to hand it to uh, – to Braggs and Carm, they were they were right. We were wrong about this. Just didn't see it. Yeah, Corey. 
What do you know, man? Big that, NFL guy. You were right, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, brick by brick, right? That's what they brick did at, at Gillette brick. Stadium, baby. We're That's how we do it. Bricks. Go to work every day, right? Go to work. And they went to work tonight. How about my defensive lineman, Justin Jones, coming in, doing work, picking up fumbles? I know who you're giving the game ball to. Oh, that's fine. I'll go first. My yes, guy, you 93, you, you, you stepped up. You called them <laughs> cheaters. You said you were going to check the balls. You had all of New England screaming at you, courtesy of Carm's video. I hope you didn't see any of that stuff. But what if you did or whatever, it doesn't matter. You went in there. You played a hell of a football game. The D-line in general uh, had, a, had a good night getting in there. But that was, uh, that, was, that was sweet to see. Way to go, 93. Way to go, Justin Jones. Jones. Who's up? There we go. Deflate gate, right? Deflate gate, right <laughs> for it. Give me the ball. Luke Getze. You're really building this like offense. It. Like it. Putting Justin, putting faith in Justin Fields on third down, multiple times on third and long, giving him an opportunity to make plays. The wide receiver screen to Khalil Herbert, fantastic play call. The quarterback designed runs, a nice wrinkle into this offense gives Justin Fields another added weapon into this, not just scrambling and running for his life. The balance from run to pass. The final drive to seal the game. Going meat and potatoes. D David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, easy business into the end zone. That's Chicago Bears football at its finest. One of the most complete games I've seen in a long time from this team. Shout out to you, Luke Getze. Love it. Woo, go ahead. I'm going to have to go with Roquan, man. He had 12 tackles in the game, had the big sack on the game. You talk about struggling to get pressure. What does Allen Williams do? He dials up that blitz where the two, two defensive tackles come inside. Roquan goes up, comes around for the huge sack, has the interception, was flying all over the field. And hats off to Allen Williams. He had a great plan tonight. Uh, that's two back-to-back -back really good games for the Bears defensively. Uh, it was great to see them step up. And the big thing, right, I talked about the rushing defense, only allowing 70 yards in this game. This was huge for, for the Bears' defense, and especially that front seven, gaining confidence in there, stopping the run. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of great ones in the chat right now. I mean, I, I agree with all of them. Dominic Robinson had a great game. Monty and Herbert, where are you going? I, I, you know what? I'm going to give it to Matt Eberflus because I just – I think this was a big game for him as a head coach just to go into New England – the sky was kind of falling the last couple weeks. Your defense is getting questioned. That's what you came to Chicago with. You're not developing the quarterback, which I realize is more Luke Getze's thing, but still, like, there's just a, there weren't a lot of good things going. And he goes into the mini-buy, and he says, we're going to spend this time making corrections, figuring out what's wrong. And how many times in the past have we heard that, like, from coaches? Yeah, we're going to work on this. But then you don't really see anything different in the game or the results don't work. And so not only from an actual, like, turn on the film, see corrections made, and, oh, by the way, they worked, against Bill Belichick, though, also, like, that counts for something. And then in just – we always talk about the buy-in, too, with a new coach coming in. And, and I think when you start to lose and you hear players like Justin Fields question after the Washington game, like, I'm so tired of being close. Like, we have to see the results. To actually get that yep. result, I just think is big for Matt Eberflus as he continues to try to get this thing moving in the right Build direction. The like, it, I, and like I've said all along, like, they don't, they don't have to turn this into, like, a five-game winning streak or anything. I don't think anybody's expecting that to happen. But you have to have wins along the way, right? Like, you've been in these locker rooms – 
if you're in a season like this where everyone kind of knows you're not really trying to win a Super Bowl, you still need to have wins along the way to have the buy-in with the coaching staff. Lawrence. Exactly. You have to you have to gain that confidence. I think that's the biggest thing. And and I think this was a huge game because I think everyone expected the Patriots to win and blow out the Bears in this one, especially after the extended rest and what happened in Washington. I mean, people were talking about the Bears as the laughing stock of the league because um, they were saying, oh, arguably these are the two of the worst teams, the Commanders and the Bears, and the, the Commanders won. So it was great to see them. You know, anytime you can get a win at a hostile place playing against Bill Belichick and company, it doesn't matter what year it is. You know they're always going to compete every week and they're going to have a great game game plan. So I think everybody is going back on that flight excited, you know. And I, I think this could be the confidence-building game. You look at how San Francisco was last year, right, that, that critical game when we both played each other at, at the same point in the season. And then all of a sudden, San Francisco, after that win, they started to build some momentum. I'm not saying we're going to go all the way to the NFC Championship, but what this can do is reinvigorate this team, right? We've had two good defensive performances. Now the game plan calling with Luke Getze, allowing Justin Fields to use his strengths, right? Some of those rollouts, some of those nakeds to get his confidence up, you know, relying on that run game. Um, hats off to him. It was a great plan. So going forward, if they can build off this, and I think a lot of this on Justin Fields, you know, for the most part, he played a great game. But there was a couple throws here or there, you know, when he was on the sideline the one time, I think it was to Cole Komet, where he just should have threw it out of bounds. Then he takes the bad sack uh, when Judon gets the sack. He should have just threw it out of bounds or ran out of bounds at that point. And then the throw over to uh, uh, Darnell Mooney, where he should have let him. He had him wide open and he was just a beat late. But other than that, I thought he made pretty good decisions out there. Um, he was tough. He flashed a lot, and he used his feet when he when he needed the, the team to get a first down. So it was it was great to see Justin Fields out there really using his feet to his advantage and get see game plan for what he was comfortable with, and, and that was evident tonight. Yeah, I mean, definitely there's some corrections that need to be made with Justin, but it's always good to, to teach those things after a good game overall than with, with some of these struggles that they've had recently. We have to, again, though, stop the show because yep. – because Carm, I was mad. I, not mad, but I thought there was a missed opportunity by Justin Jones after he recovers that fumble not to, like, do something with the def ball to, like, show it was deflated. The tweet has come in, though. We got to put this up. Justin Jones tweeting after the game. Post-game analysis. Balls were inflated to the fullest. Result, three INTs. Oh, yes. 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 Love it. Wow. That wow. is I love awesome. It. Car, car, what a night for... He's saving this tweet. Carm, Carm is, is basking in glory right now. Look oh, at you. I mean, this you know, is you're, just... you're like, a pr like a proud dad right now. This is like... <laughs> this might be the highlight of your entire career, This, this is big. Let's, let's, not, let's, not, let's not deny what's going on here. That is, that is you just so rich. You got to quote tweet him and put, we did it. Uh, should I yes. should, should we do that? I, I'll go with it. With a handshake oh, emoji. Uh, uh, Good for him, man. I mean, this is one of those nights that. Uh, well, did you did you ever have like what games can you remember like this where they were just like it, it's one of those nights where just like it seemed like everything was going right and whatever adversity you you fuck because the Bears did have that moment where they go 14 straight points. Bailey Zappi's coming in. It looks like he's going to Canton already. And, and I'm like, oh, no, they just totally dropped and lost all the momentum. But then from there on, it was the Bears dominated the rest of the night. 
Yeah, I, I would say probably that 2012 uh, game against the Cowboys when we took over Dallas Stadium. That was that was kind of a big one where uh, you know uh, Major Wright had the yeah. big pick, Lance Briggs had the pick, and it was it was kind of like you know we were in the game, we kind of had the edge, and then we had a couple plays that really sealed the game. You know, the Lance Briggs pick towards the end, um, and, and and that's when you get that momentum, and then all of a sudden you realize that hey, we're gonna come away with this one, and and playing playing in Gillette Stadium, man, that's a tough place to play. Um, especially coming after after that extended rest. That's what I really worried about. Like, are, are they going to be fresh or are they going to be, you know, are they going to come out there and not execute like we've been seeing? And, and it was it was probably their most complete game on all sides of the ball. You know, you look at special teams, defense, and offense. And it was great right. to see because this whole time I've been talking about the Bears had been outcoached most weeks, right? They outcoached the Patriots. How about that? How you like that, Carm? How you like that, baby? It, it it's true though they did right. it was like amazing like they you're, you're, coached them we're looking at Belichick and it's like what's going on here you look kind of like I don't know it was like a, a under intense sort of resigned to his fate you're gonna lose yeah. to the Bears and it was a weird whole scene there when Komet was running to the line of scrimmage because he didn't think he was stayed in bounds you just assumed Belichick was gonna throw the flag now it looked like he was down anyway but at the mo in the moment the fact that they didn't you know, review it, and it just that whole that whole moment was bizarre because you've never seen the Bears run up to the line of scrimmage and be ready for that and run the play before they can see the, you know, replay of it. So that was, you know, just amazing. And the thing, like you're talking about the adjustments, you know, we haven't really had to put a dollar, dollar in the naggy jar in a while, but that was something that really highlighted to me. The Bears never looked prepared coming into a season. Never looked prepared coming off a of bye week. Never looked prepared after a mini bye after Thanksgiving games. Never looked prepared after a timeout. They'd have to call another timeout or a false start. Never looked prepared coming out of second halves. This coaching staff prepares this team. They make adjustments. And I'll continue to say it. That's so impressive because of the talent deficiency this team still has. Wait till they have more talented players to work with and watch the way they adjust and game plan and have their team ready to play. It, it was great to see. And I think the biggest thing was the way they started. And that's what we talked about on the pregame show, right? How would they start fast, right? Offensively, they've kind of had a great first drive in pretty much every, every one of the games thus far. But defensively, right, they always started slow. And in this game, they started fast defensively. Got a three and out real quick, then got another stop giving the offense the ball. So that kind of momentum and that confidence right there, that, this, is, this is that confidence-building game the defense needed. You know, they're coming off two back-to-back -back games where they played pretty well. Now, now the one thing, right, we're, we're all high on this, but the biggest thing is they have to get more pressure. I mean, that's, that's the biggest thing right now. You know, we need to generate more pressure out there. And I, I, I think whether it's, you know, running some of these games like they did with Roquan, uh, you know, they've had a couple couple stunts with Justin Jones in some earlier games where he's come home, but we're not getting enough production from the defensive end rushing. You know, Travis Gibson, I, I recall having one good rush where he kind of got held around the neck, but, you know, Quinn, Quinn had a few, but we, we need to come home, right, especially from the edge. Um, you know, that's something that, that we're missing right now. And the one thing on the touchdown uh, where they ran it in, same thing, the edge of the defense, right? That play should have been knocked out for a loss, right? They blocked down. Uh, Jalen Jones is the free hitter. He's got to come up and, and make a tackle for loss. Uh, so things like that 
you know, have, have, have creeped in. And it didn't hurt us today, but that's a big thing. You know, the edge of the defense and pressure. I think those are the two things that they need to improve on. Wood, I love what you're saying, and I also want to shout out. I mean, Dom Rob slash Ryan Poles. We saw 91 a bunch tonight. And, that's and, another one of those adjustments, man. I've been saying for weeks, he needs to play more. Travis Gibson needs to play more. Yeah. But both and of them. We didn't see that, right? Al-Kadeem Muhammad got most most of the snaps, especially from that left side. So we, we need Travis Gibson and, and Robinson more. We, we just need it, you know, because Al-Kadeem oh. Muhammad isn't giving you enough. Have we had, have we had a moment of shouting out uh, Demo? Dave Montgomery ran hard tonight. Khalil Herbert had some sweet moments. Go ahead. You had something. They go got two good running. I wanted to ask Woot real quick. Yeah. Like, I swear Robert Quinn gets called for an offsides once every two games. And there's another five times in every game where I'm like, I think he's lined up offsides and they don't call it. Like, is that yeah. something he needs to just is, – is, is he just looking for the tiniest of edge there? And can you get away with that as a defensive end with your hand on the ground sometime? So a lot of time, the, 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 the sideline official, the, the guy that's looking at the line of scrimmage, he'll give you a warning a lot of times. So he'll usually warn you like once or twice, right? When he tells you that, you got to back off or else he's going to call it. He's telling your D-line coach that. He's telling you that. So at that point, after you get warned, when you don't do it, that's kind of on you. So that's on him. I understand you want to get every edge, but. Yeah, I was going to ask, but does it really make that big of a difference? Like the extra, you know, like three to four inches you're getting out of that? Hey, man, so, sometimes it really does, right? That's the difference between the sack fumble and, and you know, and, and be, being able to get it for incomplete pass. So sometimes it makes all that difference. And, and you know, defensive linemen, you're trying to get every edge, whether you can get a, a, a jump on that cadence, right? If you hear him in there on one-on-one, -on -one, hey, I'm telling you, you're going to get that jump of a lifetime. Oh, look at the great get-off. And I heard the count, baby. I'm ready to go. <laughs> Gotta be getting super frustrated that he's not getting there, but yeah. at least early in the game when he he got upfield, didn't get to the QE, but then he came back and he, he I forget who it was, but he laid the wood pretty hard. Robert Quinn did on coming back on one play. So I'll, I'll tell you what I see. Quinn's effort is, is there, right, a hundred percent. But what I think right now is everybody's just kind of riding him by the quarterback, right? He's a great edge rusher. Uh, he has great burst off the ball. He just needs a counter right now. I tell you, if he could get one counter move and come inside, whether it's a hump back or a spin back, he will have some serious sacks because his get-off is getting him there. He's just trying to do that dip and rip move, and everybody's just kind of pushing him by and waiting for that. They've seen him on film. That's how he got a lot of his sacks last year. So I think everybody's just being patient and trying to push him by, and the opposing quarterback is just stepping up. We're not having enough pressure inside, so they're they're able to just run him by. So if he, can, if he could get that counter going, I think he'd be a lot more – more productive yeah, I, there yeah I think that was like the number one thing I learned when we watched the game with you had the pleasure of watching that primetime game with you Corey was you talking about how these guys trying to get around the edge they you're, you're playing into their hands and it seems like the more they stay inside and stay in their gap instead of flying wide it, it, good things happen, seem to happen more for the Bears, even with Gibson on the other side. And you saw early Mac Jones being able to get out of the pocket, and that was like the few times the you know big plays were happening for Mac. You know, the more they stay in, it seems like the more good things happen. 
Exactly. There's rush lanes when, when it comes to defensive linemen, right? Everybody has a lane. There's usually an A-gap rusher, a B-gap rusher on the one side, and then two guys off the edge, right? The edge guys, right, you get up to the level of the quarterback, and if you get by the level of the quarterback, you counter back. You spin back, you hump back, you get back to the level, so there's no step-up lanes. And then I don't know if you guys remember, Mac Jones scrambled for like a 12 to 15-yard first down. Right. I think it was on second or third down, right? We had two three techniques, Hogue. I don't know if you see that. And they both rushed outside and B-gap, right? So we have two B-gap rushers, we have two edge rushers, and we have nobody in either A-gap, right? And and Mac, it parts like the Red Sea, and Mac Jones, not known as a scrambler, is running easy for, for that 12 to 15 yards. Yep. But that's something that the Bears have been doing all year. It comes down to rush lanes, right? You cannot not have an A-gap rusher. You just can't do that. You can't have two guys running in B-gap because that's just going to open up the lane and anyone is going to be able to run through there. My grandma so could do that. Yeah, do you think that that was on the players for just or, – or is that by design because they're not thinking Mac Jones coming off the ankle is going to be running? or? What, what yeah, no, think? that's definitely not by design. I know I know that the, the Allen Williams, Eberflus, their defensive line coach is not telling them, you know, to have two B-gap rushers. I think it was just a miscommunication between them. I think I think one of them thought they, they both thought they were three techniques at the time. And the thing is, you always have to have the a gap rusher. Right. Because if somebody goes and makes an inside move, you can both line up as three techniques. But somebody's got to come inside and kind of be the, the center center of that pass rush. And we didn't see that there. I'm just thinking back to there was that there were those moments with Mac Jones running. That was that was bothersome. And then there was the. I don't know, 10-minute run of Bailey Zappi where we were like, we're, oh, <laughs> this guy's coming. He's going to zap us. And, and, and I don't know what happened. We were up 10 nothing, and the next thing you know, we're down 14-10. It felt like they were just going to absolutely die. Right. And, and then the drive to, to put them back ahead was absolutely enormous. And I, I, that was the Herbert touchdown. And somehow, whatever, it was just – and the Bears did a and, great and job. Their whole stanza. But, like, my overriding point in all of this is that is anybody out there right now trading – Justin Fields for either Mac Jones and or Bailey Zappi. Well, I, I, look I, at the Super Bowl this year. I we were right next to the Boston guys from NBC Sports Boston. We did a bunch of work with them all like the whole week. I know, got to know those guys. I interviewed those guys, and every single one of them was like, "Yeah, we'd rather have Justin Fields." Okay, they and said this was it. this was back in January. You okay. know, after Mac Jones was probably the best of all the rookie quarterbacks. No good quarterback play. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I. The, th the thing is, Justin Fields, all the talent is there. You look at some of the throws he makes. You look at what he can do with his feet. Uh, some of the design outside runs, like it is unbelievable. Like that that one that one play where he almost got sacked by Judon, and then he stepped up in the pocket, almost got sacked from the left side, broke another tackle. <laughs> that, that's that's unbelievable. That's next level stuff. You you don't yeah. see that too much, and he can make every throw. I think for now, it's just gets he has to get in his head. Okay, when, when the play's not there. T just toss it out of bounds. Let's let's live to make another play, and and that's what you saw him trying to do too much at times. So he just needs to pump the brakes and take what the defense is giving you. For the most part, he did that today, but there was a couple throws and and taking that sack, like I said earlier, like there's there's things that you just can't do, and he has to learn. He's got to look at the film and just say, listen, at that point, I got to throw it out of bounds. Same thing on the sideline. I got to throw it out of bounds over there. My, uh, you know. Mooney Mooney had a step on him. I got I got to hit him in stride, right? I can't be late on that read. So things like that. And another thing, uh, Judon had the one sack, right, where he made an inside move. And I thought I, I thought he beat him, but I didn't think it was super clean. I thought that was a play where Justin Fields could have could have hit the outside with that. As soon as he saw Judon flash inside, boom, 
you know, because he, he didn't beat him super clean. Like you see sometimes where they do a swim move and they beat the tackle clean and he's not on him at all. I thought that was a play that Justin Fields maybe should have felt that and then scrambled to the right side and potentially could have got a first down. So, hey, it's it's one of those those tough plays where, you know, he's looking downfield, but I think he's got to feel that, you know, especially on that right side, you know, for him. Anybody that makes an inside move, he should hit the corner on him. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, uh, some of these mobile quarterbacks, Kyler Gordon, they, they, they hit them with a hurry on those plays. If you were in studio, you would have fought Hogue on that because they, they – Well, no, the, but remember what I said. I couldn't tell if he had a check down open or not because the camera angles didn't really show it. So, uh, But yeah. I agree that – I agree with what Woot's saying. It wasn't super clean, but I also – if he didn't have anywhere to throw the ball, that was quick enough that he – I'm not sure as much he could have done. But yeah. well, last thing I want to ask you, because we got you all all uh, show tomorrow after we all get to see the, the game again, which this week will be fun to watch again. Um, yeah, but I like talking to Corey. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Well, the last thing I want to ask you, <laughs> I don't know if you're watching the Manning cast at all, but Peyton Manning right at the end of the game did not like that the Bears knelt on fourth down and didn't try to score there. He said, when you get an opportunity to score 40 in Foxborough, you score forty in Foxborough. He didn't. He didn't say it like like angrily. He was like, ah, I don't he kind of did though. You can kind of tell he was channeling his. Uh, look, it's like it's he not, just score forty. Score forty. He Come had on. some battles against the Patriots and Tom Brady. Back I felt in like day. I wanted him slamming on him one more time. Let's go. What did you think about that whole sequence? I I, I think it, I think it's just about respect, in my opinion. You know, I think it was anybody any anybody else. I think they probably would have tried to tried to you know score in that situation, but I think. You know, Belichick and just his reputation, I think they were trying to show some respect to the Patriots and him. Um, so, yeah, I, I I, mean, I don't have a problem with it all. I mean, if they if they put it in the end zone, like, that, that's no problem. The game's still running. You have your backup running back. Like, what, what's, what's the big deal at that point? But going for it on fourth down, you know, trying to run up the score at this point because – you know they're going to play the Patriots in the future, right? And and it could it could be a different situation. You want to so know what I, I, I think said? that was the right decision. You know, you I think that's know the right what, decision. You want to know what, what Meatball Bragg said? I said, hey, one day you might have to play this team in the Super Bowl, and Belichick don't forget. And these two looked at me like I had Whoa, four we eyes. Just like Super Bowl? What? I didn't say this year. <laughs> I, mean, I just mean one day you got to play the long game. You I don't mean, know who you're going to play. We're going to be there, but I mean the Patriots are done. That that thing is that, that, <laughs> that, ship, that ship has sailed. That thing okay. is over. Ashton right. Burn, New England. For, hashtag forever Eddie. Hope Whoa, they're watching tonight. Well, get some sleep, man. We appreciate you spending time with us tonight. Uh, great stuff. No, no problem at all, man. Good and stuff, we'll, fellas. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon, all right? Later, Corey. Sounds good. Sounds good. Take it easy. There he is, Corey Wooten, with some great analysis, both pre and post game, right. and joining us all show tomorrow. I love Corey Wooten. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Can no, I, but to your point, not, to your you point, you must not have been doing a Brett Favre impression. No, no, that that's I, sure. that's my forever. That's my uh, shout out to Hawk. Oh yeah, that's a Hawk. the Hawkeroo. Come on. To your point, Carm, about you know when uh, Bailey Zapp, Zappy, I call him Frank Zappy because it sounds like a a drummer for Led Zeppelin. But uh, when wait, Bailey Zappy, wait, 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 hold on, wait, wait, <laughs> you mean, don't you mean Frank Zappa like the? That's artist? why I said Frank Zappy. Yes, yeah. uh, Bailey he's not, a, Zappy. he's not a drummer I'm, for no, Led Zeppelin. Whatever, I'm okay. not a musician. Bailey's, I'm with you, buddy. When, thank you. I think. Mark's always got my back. So listen, Mark. Just, yes, yes, Greg. When you brought up how I think it's going to get lost in the shuffle that the Bears were on the ropes at one point in this game. I just, and, I'm sorry, I can't get Frank Zappi, almost like John Bonham. It's close. You thank you. Jeez, it's a sports show, people. Mark listen, Naffler. Now, 
I, Tom I just, Petty. I don't want to. I don't want it to miss the point that the Bears bounce back from a big haymaker thrown. It feels like in the fourth quarter, because we're all sitting back and relaxing, like this really wasn't a game in question at any point. And it was. It felt like they were going to fall apart. And Justin Fields bounces back with a touchdown. And the defense bounces back and holds it down in the second half. Let, let's talk about We got to take a break, but let's talk about that. Because that I agree with you, and I was worried that the Bears had actually squandered we, like the opportunity and just st- keep the momentum. I'm just gonna quibble with you. We take no breaks. We just, we just, we just, we're just gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna tell you something. We're gonna hang out. This is that's all. No, this is a break. This, this no break. We're all okay, here together. No we're all hanging. All out. gas, no breaks. Whatever. That's right. We all three of us should be sitting here though with you shady wanted, rays on right now, you, you looking w- cool. You would definitely should have some shady rays. I on should. Right now. I should. Without you, I mean, just an incredible night for at the Carm. Really um, having a great time. Check Thank them out because Shady Rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive. So they set out to change it. Like Matt Eberflus set out to change the Bears' fortunes over the Bears' Flus, mini, the we mini love buy. you so much, Flusy. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses. Bears might want to break the bank for quality offensive line. But, you know, meanwhile... Um, Shady Rays, they have you covered because premiums, polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. And they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your Shady Rays, doesn't matter if it's day one, day two, day three, whatever. They told us that they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Drop them in the lake. I mean, that's the craziest thing. You know, breaking them is one thing. If you just lose them, they will replace them. Um, and with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I can tell you, because I've had Shady Rays, that they are just as good as any expensive pair. Shady Rays customers seem to agree with over 200,000 five-star reviews. Exclusively for our listeners right now, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use code CHGO for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. Buy one, get one free. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com where you can find all of their newest and best shades. Shout out to uh, Nicholas Moriano, who's got seven seconds with Justin Jones in the locker room uh, that we'll play for you at some point. Oh, here. yeah. Yes. It, Can't wait. It's a, a good <laughs> good seven seconds with Justin. Uh, and also a shout out to our friends at Game Time Tickets. Download the Game Time app. And, uh, hey, you know, you right now you might want to get on there before you get to bed for the big powerful game with the Dolphins coming up and our tailgate on November the 6th. Uh, yeah, Game Time is the hottest new ticketing site. It makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, shows, anything that you need a ticket for. Game Time has it for you. You will not find a better deal this season or any season. For the Red Hot, no more three-game losing streak. Let's go beat Dallas and then come home and get Miami, Chicago Bears. If you love CHGO, you're going to love Game Time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. That's the way to do it, and uh, great deals, mind-blowing. You'll feel like you're getting value. That's the whole point, and I love my game time app right here, baby. I look at it about five times a day. Let's go. Let's get some value. I'm thinking about taking my niece to Bulls Pacers Wednesday night. Ooh, that game time. Nice. That sounds nice. Hey, hit the like button. Yep, hit the like, like buttons button. would be huge. You, know what you should also it- do, if you're happy about how the quarterback played tonight, you should go to the CSGO locker. 
Yeah. I think there's a couple things in there. That you, are we kicking down? We like something QB new? Or slide. No, I'm just saying the, the, the QB stuff, slide. The stuff that's up there. <laughs> Adam Hogue did the the Adam Hogue slide here in studio today. Yeah, I'm tonight. sorry, I'm still on that with him. <laughs> <laughs> and Mac Jones did it later in the game where he actually got. Look, you got to get your shoulder to the ground, so when that defender flies over you, he doesn't pop you in the head. Well, that, that's the scariest part about fields running, that you know at some point history tells you that the quarterback is going to get cracked, and it's just not uh, – it, it doesn't feel safe. However, if Fields listens to you, and people should go find Twitter and Hogue's video, it was a good solid slide by you. Thank you. He, I mean, he, look, I think he, Justin he, Fields can do 99.9% of things on the football field better than Adam Hogue. No question. I would I'd never say hundred. I'd say 100%. You think he can baseball slide better than me yes, on the field? Yes. You, if you were in the field and you tried to do it, you would be, you'd be dead. <laughs> oh, no. I would be. He yeah. had perfect form, Carm. Yeah, what are you talking on. about? Are you kidding? We're hey, talking. Hey, the tape says otherwise, Carm. The, the, that, that, the tape says otherwise. The tape says that you were in the CHGO offices with Kevin Kadick, <laughs> Mark Harmon, and Greg Braggs. And I mean, you, know, you are 100% right. Because I would take the snap and I would just immediately throw a ball. <laughs> In the then, middle of the then he was going to demonstrate how to throw out of bounds. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, well, well he did. That, that's listen. He was great, and he was far from perfect, and that's what the Bears have. But he's uh, he's he's moving. He's getting better. He's having just he's having flash moments that that uh, Ryan Poles was talking about. We look for those flash moments. You're getting him every game. Yep. Literally every game. And by the way, the Bears have been in every single game this year. It, it is unfortunate. They are, it is almost unlucky that they are three and four. They, they, sh- they should be, I would think, at minimum four and three. This the, was the, the first game that was without doubt. The other games right, they could have won right. or they could have lost. This was the only game, well, I guess the mm, Packers. The Packer too. game was kind of. They almost had it down. They should have had it down to seven if yeah. people knew how to use replay. They weren't correctly. really in that game. They, no, the, Whatever, pa- the Packer Adam. game, they were less in. They were, but they, but it was, that's true. <laughs> but it was going to be a one-score game, so it wasn't a complete blowout. It wasn't as bad as it's been in the past. So you could at least make it. I mean, they were, they were, they were competitive. They, they should. They were driving against Minnesota. Amir Smith-Marset happened. They. The Giants, you, you, I mean, we've had Bayless Jones happen multiple times this year. And the Commanders game fields through two touchdown passes. One was interfered on that wasn't called, and Mooney dropped it. Just, I'm just saying one of those three, you get your four and three. So, uh, And by the way, the NFC is not they're, great. So well, They're tied with the Packers at three wins uh, and second in the division right now. That's right. That's exactly right. Because Green and, Bay sucks, and, and they play the Bills next week. Yeah, the Packers are going to be three and five. Yeah, Green Bay sucks. And as uh, as Kevin tweeted, Bears all time wins. I forget the number because they don't have it in front of me, but I think it's seven eighty six, and the they Packers are at seven eighty five. They, they broke and, the tie with the Packers. And one up, buddy. Belichick didn't pass George. And they're Hellas never going to look back. Never, never. And and, well, and Belichick, Belichick yeah. didn't pass George House tonight. So right. this was a, a Let, big and, one. And, Let's and get w- back. can we get back to that second corner though? That we yeah that, we can. That, I, sure. Yes. Well, and yes. And what I wanted to respond to you was. Uh, we saw evidence of the Bears when things have gone south. Twenty-one-three Minnesota. They turned that game around. They, they, yeah. they, they, they would never have done that a year ago. Never. Maddie's boys don't quit. That thing was. That thing would have been over and they done. They would have abandoned the run and gotten their ass kicked. They would have lost fifty-five to ten. 
they 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 made that a game. And tonight, when when things started to go the other way, they they righted the ship. It's 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 a big deal. And, and look, I was really worried because it almost felt like the game was swinging the other way. So, I mean, can we get a Mac Jones for first? I hope that Bill Belichick benched Mac Jones. Speaking of slides. For getting his cleats up and Jaquan Brisker's junk, man. What is that? That's <laughs> yep. a red card. Get the hell out of there. Bill Dude. Belichick gave him a red card. Out of the game. Ridiculous. He I was trying to figure out, did you do that on purpose? I don't think he did. Well, Tom Brady they, would do it on purpose. They probably yeah. taught. They yeah. probably teach that in New England. Then he throws <laughs> an idiot ball to into <laughs> like quadruple cover into quadruple coverage, and Jaquan Brisker looks like Air Jordan. I don't know what that was. It was the most weird, incredible catch I've ever it was, seen. It was the end of Mac. He was Jones probably jumping was. weird though because he wasn't sure what was going on downstairs. Still, um, hey, look, that is a moment though where you're up ten nothing. You get that interception. They're benching their quarterback. You got to take advantage of that. And some of that stuff that Corey was just talking about, where we were kind of getting on Justin Fields in certain moments of the game, that was not a good sequence right there. Where he doesn't throw the ball away. He actually fumbles it out of bounds. Three and out. Ball goes right back to the Patriots. I got to give Bill, Bill Belichick credit for something. He didn't have a great night overall. Matt Eberflus won the game. But I don't know how many coaches would have actually benched Mac Jones. First-round pick a year ago. There's already sort of a quarterback controversy brewing there. All that dude cared about was winning the game tonight. Should and he have started him at all, though, Mac Yeah, Jones. well, and that, that's a fair counterpoint. Fair. But I think, given the optics and everything, you got to give him the chance. As soon as it wasn't happening, he's not afraid to pull him. He's just trying to win tonight. Doesn't care about what they're saying, in, you know, in the Boston media, on the Sports Hub, or WEI. He's just... Nope, we're trying to win this game. Bailey Zappi gives us the best chance. So he puts him in, and then bam, bam. all Because Justin then throws the interception, his interception, yeah. um, which was tipped, so that wasn't really his fault, right? A lot happened tonight. That ball was and tipped, right? The, the ball, ball was tipped. tipped. It was, I mean, you he gets a lot of balls tipped. The, the one that, that one that was tipped, though, it was, it was ugly. I mean, the, the ball hit the defensive lineman basically in his chin. I mean, it, it was not a good throw. Yeah. So, anyway, to your guys' point, I just want to relay all that. It's Now it's 14-10. All the momentum's going the other way. You're thinking the Bears' offense is coming back down the earth the way it's been. And then they go on that nine-play, 75-yard drive. Um, and I know that Justin Fields had a, at least one of those first-down runs on third down where you're just like, holy shit. Yeah. And he's, he's keeping – Drives alive that way, and then it ends with the Khalil Herbert screen. But oh, and I, I've talked about the middle eight before. That's a Bill Belichick thing, right? It and was the Bears technically won the middle eight ten nothing. But if you count the touchdown that because the the drive to start the second half, it, I, I include that drive. So it's really seventeen nothing. That's why the middle eight so important. And the Bears were the team that won that whole sequence. Yep. So to go seventeen nothing in that 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 time period. That is huge. That's why the Bears won tonight, in my opinion. That that that's massive. They give I gotta give them a lot of credit for that. The Bears, uh, by the way, they rank thirty first coming in tonight. They're thirty first uh, in the NFL in plays per game. So it, which is not necessarily uh, as bad of a stat as as it sounds, because what they're doing and what they did tonight, and I like it. They 
they take the full play clock in between each play. We are not in a hurry at all. We're going to get in the huddle. We're going to come out. Fields is going to get to the line or whatever, get in the shotgun with about 12 seconds to go, and they're, they're shortening the game, and it, and it, which is what they should be doing. So, I mean, it's real basic, but I also think it's just like just a solid Bears. We are not the most talented, but this is how we're going to play, and it's going to give us our best chance to win, which is part of the reason why they've been in games. So, and they did it again tonight. They, 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 that clock kept moving. It was nice to see. By the way, I misspoke. It, I think it was technically thirteen nothing because that the drive to start the second half was a field goal, not a touchdown. But still, how, it's, I mean, it's still a huge yeah. part that they. How about but, this from my um, my buddy Zach Pearson from the Bear Report? He tweeted: Justin Fields in three career Monday Night Football games, seven hundred fifty-five yard passing yards, one hundred and sixty-two rushing yards, sixty-two point five uh, completion percentage. Three total touchdowns, two picks. See, I tried to I tried to ask him this week about playing on Monday night, and he just said he didn't care about what day. This was their about. first primetime win in ten attempts. They were 0 for their last nine. And that's well, like a Mortal Kombat thing. If they had lost ten in a row, a portal opens up. I may not get my Frank yeah. Zappy <laughs> yeah. you know, uh-huh. puns right, sure. but I'm gonna get my Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat like stuff okay. right. Finish it. Well, do you remember what I said late <laughs> in the second quarter? Quickly got jumped on for saying it too early. I got it in my notes. What I think I, I was just like, it probably upset me. I was <laughs> just like, <laughs> the Bears look competent in primetime. Oh, once. yeah, yeah, like it's already over. And it's our last primetime game, too. So, a good way to finish. Whoa, the year. whoa, whoa, We're whoa, not flexed, anymore. Flex, flex them next week, baby. <laughs> flex in the floose, flex so in the don't. Bills game. Bring on the Bills. We're actually ready <laughs> for the noon games to come back. Yeah, please. Oh, that's an automatic no, win because it's a Saturday game. The Bills one? As long as Justin Fields not playing on Sunday, it's a victory. Wait, the Bills game is a Saturday? I got to say, I I really enjoyed this Monday night experience. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, it would be nice to have a nice noon Well, you can't flex a Monday nighter. You can go to Sunday night. No, I I understand. Actually, is that a new uh, thing this year? You can uh, flex Monday night? I hope to God they can. No, you can't. I mean, when we came in, maybe they're starting that or something. Maybe you can. Seriously, think about how, think about how much your bear's life has changed in the last, call it seven hours. At five o'clock today, there was like three people in the city that were excited about watching the Bears play tonight. We were. No, 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 we were not. I mean, there, there was. <laughs> yes, we were. The, 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 minimal. The attitude in here was of like, oh, God, please like do something. And then and it, there was not a whole lot of confidence behind it, even though I'm with some Nick. of us picked him. I'm with Nick W. from Germany. Please don't flex him in the prime time. Please. That's my buddy, yeah. Nick Verha. Shout out to Nick. It's like uh, 530 well, in the morning. Nick. Yeah, he was in. He was there in London. We, that's uh, where I uh, first met Nick. He's uh, a great dude. Werewolves of London. I don't know why I just sung yeah, that. Yeah, you had, you had drinks with him at. I did. Oh, uh, finishing Kings. my point. No, no, but. Uh, playoffs. Playoffs. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next year, Monday Night Football games can be flexed. I knew there was something. Starts next year. So you don't have to worry about that this year. Uh, do we have that Justin Jones audio? Uh, we'll see. I, I, let's see if we can get that up here. Uh, I've got the thing on so, screen. Will because, it actually work? I don't know. Let me he looks so here. angry in this video. Nick Moriano. How about he sends the, the flames? Th- Remember, they can't see it yet. I got it. But <laughs> it's, it's just funny how Nick keeps filming him as he walks away. So just. Well, I haven't heard this yet. So. All right, let's give this a shot. Here we go. And the, and the camera angle of the filming when he walks <laughs> here away. We go. Making me laugh. They were inflated to the max. Two picks. So that's okay. Walk off. <laughs> okay. okay. They were inflated to the max. Two picks. So that's okay. Oh. Walk off. For those of you listening to the podcast, Nick tweeted this video 
Um, he said he asked That's a great Justin job. Jones about if the footballs were inflated, <laughs> and that was his response. That's um, like, it, you ever see that gif of Ralphie <laughs> up from The Simpsons peeing his pants? Like That's yeah. what Nick yeah. was when he's, okay, oh, okay, he just started peeing himself a little bit. Okay. I mean, Nick wasn't even going to let him get to his locker. He got he went mid-locker room. <laughs> yo, yo, what are those, what the, what's that up with those balls, Justin? <laughs> I wonder if that was before or after Justin tweeted that. Because it was the same response. That's a good question. Oh, my God. I think, I think, I think Nick propped, prepped you know, you know we Justin learned for that tweet. He heard, obviously heard the music just oh, like you did. He definitely, it got to him for sure. 100%. Yes, clearly. I just still think it would have been great if he, after he'd recovered that fumble, he just did something with the ball to like squeeze it or just test it. Or if he went like. That would have been unbelievable. What if, if he had gone like T.O. and just pulled out a needle and just deflated it? <laughs> would that have been amazing? Yeah, would have been I've done the, uh, the timestamps here. Justin Jones won by a lot. Unless, unless Nick just didn't tweet out the video. Yeah, he might not have tweeted. There's a lot going on in the locker room. Okay. It may have been a while before okay. he tweeted that out. All right. I don't know. By the way, Nicholas Moriano will join us here in a little bit to we give hope. us the uh, locker room update so he can answer that question maybe. Maybe he knows. I, I, I think. I also don't really care. I think the response is great regardless. Did you see that he's Jones still had his game face on, man? He still wants to go at Belichick. I think Bunch my, of cheaters. Let's go. I think go. my most disappointing moment of the game was when Kyler Gordon didn't get the pick six because it was. I thought for sure he was going in. Would that have been forty too? Yeah, it would have been forty. He would have gotten the forty points. By him and Brisker, it's just it. Like the other thing that you have to consider too is something I said all off season was like keep your expectations low as far as the win loss. But keep your expectations high for the development. And you have to give Matt Eberflus and Alan Williams a lot of credit. These are two rookie DBs. It is so hard to be a DB in the NFL as a rookie and play well. And these guys the last few weeks have been playing very, very well. Kyler Gordon especially here got an interception. Should have got to the house, but that dude... Fast, fast. Yeah. By the way, goes. So, yeah. Someone's saying Gordon's slow. That receiver was unbelievably fast. Yeah. 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 But yeah, Kyler Gordon's not slow, but he's not the fastest burner going. And and by the way, thanks to everybody in the chat here. Just an awesome chat tonight. Rob Schwartz, appreciate you shouting out the the Jones interview and Pinky Pig felt like Super Bowl twenty. Damn right it did, Pinky. That was forty six ten thirty three fourteen. I mean, but we just have New England's number. Hit England's the like nothing. button. Yeah, come on, pig. Hit the like button. Hit the like button, pig. <laughs> How do we know that pig hasn't hit the like button? I don't button? know. I'm just saying. I'm just, just saying, you know, everybody, not just pig. Yeah, everyone. We appreciate you guys. I, pig, everybody tuning in. Uh, pig, I, I think you've hit the like button, but if you haven't, hit the like button. We appreciate it. This is... Uh, do I got to do another super chat? <laughs> <laughs> no, we do have a bunch, though. We do. We have a bunch. We can knock out some super yeah, chats here. Otherwise, I was going to say, let's go to Carm's notes. Oh God! I have those too. Let's, but let's uh, let's talk to the. Let's, are they really let's, notes if they're not written down at yeah, it? We'll, they're they're, we'll, they're yeah. in my phone. I have, I have notes about your notes. I apologize. I apologize. forgot his notebook tonight. I, 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 I mean the whole bit. Could have used my notebook. Give me a couple of your sheets. Uh, I I <laughs> honestly just I me- I messed up tonight. I I messed just up. Just to crumble up some papers. I, I, I took the know. notes out at home today. I was doing whatever the hell I was doing, and and then I somehow go. didn't pack them in my backpack. But I the third grade notebook is completely falling apart. Here. I know. I got too excited when the Bears went up late in the first half and started ripping apart. But they're good notes. I I promise. Well, let's see what people are saying in the super chat. What's Casey Monroe got here, or what's what's Ryan Burton got? Yeah, Lawrence, why don't you just give them to us? 
Thank you. Sure, Ryan Burden, $20. Thank you very much, Ryan. Man, shout out to Braggs. Called the win, and you can just tell how much he loves talking bears. It's awesome to see meatball subs on me tonight. All right, Ryan. <sighs> I mean, you, Ryan. look, let's go. Ryan, Ryan, You're Ryan. What? Karm picked it too. Why, why does Braggs get all the credit? No, it's, this, this, this. Are you five and three yeah. on the season? No, how many games? I've, I've missed two the Giants and the Packers game. The Packers game, I won't live down all year. That was an embarrassing pick. So you're five and two, but but the Packers aren't I'm good this four. year. I'm two and four picking. They're, this is a very tough team to pick this year for sure, especially this early season where they've had winnable games that they've lost. Um, but you know, the last couple of weeks I've started to kind of find my rhythm with how this team's looking. Washington on a short week made sense that they were going to have a letdown. You're 100 percent picking the Cowboys next week. Um, I, I probably I don't want to tip my hand because you guys are going to start copying me, and I'm competitive. I want to do well. Oh, I am 100 percent asking Kevin for your pick this week no. just so I can copy you. That's the other thing. We submit them to Kevin. I don't, Kevin makes picks, too. I'm like, I want Kevin's picks do, in before I do, show him what mine. Do think the line, <laughs> what do we think the line will be for the Dallas game? Cowboys by four? It's in Dallas? It is in Dallas. It was already a seven-and-a-half-point I mean, line, I think. Yeah. No, four. I mean, but to four? Ryan's point, as far as why I felt good about this game, and I really did. It was genuine. It wasn't some meatball, like, just picking to, to – uh, you know, appease the Bears Twitter fans. It honestly felt like the right spot because of the quarterback situation, just like San Francisco when they had Trey Lance in there. There's quarterback questions, rustiness with Mac Jones. You know, it felt right. The secondary is really starting to take a, a step in the right direction. And then offensively, the last few weeks, Minnesota and Washington, even though Washington may have been the craziest game we've ever seen, there were silver linings underneath the madness. They should have scored on the first three possessions. And I know Bears fans hate the word should have. And then at the end of the game, Justin Fields threw two game-winning touchdowns that were dropped. So I saw where... They were right there, and I know Justin said in the postgame after Washington, I'm sick of being told that, but it was the truth, and they took that into the night and took it over the hill against a team that's kind of in flux with their quarterback. You know, it was the right spot. All right, let's uh, – Teams that are three and four, by the way, just real fast, Niners, Packers, Falcons, I'm just talking about the NFC, Commanders, Cardinals, Bears. One of those teams is going to make the playoffs, just for the record. They should have beat the Commanders. Great. Mark Gauthier. This actually came in very early in the stream, so this was four ninety nine. dollars uh, He said, hey, boys, it's 4.17 a.m. in Easingwold, England. I'm going to say it's now 5.14 uh, a.m. And he says, I'm stoked after that performance by the Bears, much more awake than the Thursday night game. So hopefully he's still watching. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Christian Lynch with a $5 super saying, Behold! Love that one. <laughs> um, Thank you, Christian. By the way, if you're liking what we're doing, we get a lot of like new people jumping in post-game. Make sure you hit that like please, and sub subscribe button. Please. We do these shows all week long. We got another one coming for you at noon tomorrow after we watch the tape. You can get these in your feed every single day. And not just bear stuff because we cover every single Chicago sports uh, team and like the Bulls show was going on simultaneous with us tonight. It, yep. It's yes. a three-part process. It's a like, it's a subscribe, it's a turn your notifications on so you know when shows are coming in. There you go. Yeah, all those things. Oh, look at that beautiful subscribe button popping out there. Okay, so next up we have, how about this from PDXV Man, $10 Super Chat. Seeing Monty and Herbert both get 62 rushing yards and both good receiving days, love to see both get actual snaps in great situations for each of them. I mean, 
shout out to you, Bill Belichick. By the way, you love you love having dual running backs. It, it's work. It's looking awful good in Chicago right now. And I saw a lot of people chant tonight: pay, pay David Montgomery, pay Demo. I don't think he's going to get like a huge contract. He should be very much affordable to the Bears with how much salary space they have, and shouldn't stop them from going out to get anyone else. You're not going to have to pay him huge money, I wouldn't think. Yeah, that'll be very interesting um, to see how that plays out, to be honest. Because I could see him wanting to test the market, though, to see That's what's fine. going on. And obviously, I don't think you're using the franchise tag on him. You're probably using it on Roquan. So that'll be interesting to play out. I do think Mo- Montgomery is valuable, though. And if you can't keep him around for something that's reasonable, you do it. Okay, Adam uh, apparently likes Kevin Fishbane. Thank Who doesn't? you for telling uh, us First that. of all, that. I love Kevin Fishbane. Yeah, great guy. Great dude. So, I mean, I love Kevin Fishbane too, but to spend two dollars to say that you like Kevin Fishbane is is that that's worth a, it. That's awesome. That, I, that's a you. level of Fishbane do that again. Love it. I'm, I'm, imp- I'm impressed. Adam, please do that every show that we ever have. Thank you. Uh, next up, Casey Monroe uh, says, "I don't know if anyone feels this way, but with Fields, I have always felt hope, and just watching him play, you go, wow." With Trubisky, never felt it. You don't even have to mention Trubisky, Casey. I, I love the first part of that super chat. Hope. It's a dangerous thing. Yeah, but it there is a lot of it with him because he shows such amazing athletic ability. Every game, he has at least one run where you are like, holy shit, that is the greatest play I've ever seen. You know, the Vikings game at the end where it looked like he had won the game and they call it back. You know, it, that so many times tonight, not just the designed runs, but some of the times he got out of the pocket on third down. Yeah, he's got a lot of growing to do, and that's almost a good thing. Yeah, he, he needs to throw it out of bounds at times. You know, he, he needs to read the field better at times or feel the pot, all that stuff. But all the positives that he has going along with it shows – how much higher his ceiling is, it's really exciting. And if he can figure it all out, put it all together, get some good talent around him, you'd have to assume that he is just going to take another step into becoming the superstar quarterback we all hope he can be. Hope. How many $2 yeah, fish so, chats can uh, we get? Yeah, we've got uh, Dirk throwing in his uh, – that's his awesome. his love of fishbane. He says fishbane fishbane fish for, for life. The, now they roll it in. It's, uh, it's got to be like fishbane. Adam burners. Adam threw another two dollars at us. Thank you, Adam. Why uh, not? I like Kevin Fishbane. I love I love the double dip on that. That's great. Kevin uh, Fishbane is really just a great man. He's this awesome. Is, this Edward is amazing. Rhymes. Uh, remember, it's raining. Take something off the ball. Why some of the nothing passes were off? He's just he was reminding us about. So my only beef with that though, I've been on this all season. The, ac- the accuracy on some of these horizontal, quick horizontal throws, they just have to be better. Some of them have been in the rain. Some of them have been on nice sunny days. Some of them have been in a dome. It's it, it just one of the areas that Justin Fields needs to improve on, and I think he can. I mean. They're a lot harder than they look, those throws. Apparently. they're Because every <laughs> single one of them, you have to hit the receiver in stride. And to the right shoulder, depending on what kind of screen or, you know, if it's just a flat, you're on, you're on this shoulder. If you're trying to throw a bubble, you're on this shoulder. It's, it's not as easy as it looks, but Come on. an NFL quarterback should be able to do it. Thank you. And Justin Fields needs to be better in that area, 100%. Look, a comfortable and confident quarterback just, you know, height, rip on those quick throws. 
you know, Justin's still doing a lot of thinking, and so maybe that's behind some of those throws. But he's got to get better at him. There's no question about I, it. I don't, I don't think we need to twist ourselves in a pretzel and start to talk about how I love difficult a two-yard throw is. Pretzels are making me thirsty. Let, let, this is like the, um, the week-long debate on the throw to um, Griffin. Griffin right. last week. Horrible the throw. Run, where you have, like, quarterback analysts that I really, really respect. Like Trent Delfer being like, yeah, that's on the tight end. I'm like, how could it? No, he's wide open. And then I just love that Luke Getzey came up to the podium. Like, we missed the throw. Yeah, that was on the quarterback. I mean, come on. Just, we, it doesn't mean that Justin Fields isn't going to be that guy. He just, uh, you're giving him more more of a pass on that one than I than I am. Like, come on, man, hit that throw, two yards. He's right there. Well, and the one he hit on the touchdown was great. Little sidearm. That was a tough throw. Sidearm thing. The Herbert screen. I mean, he gets murdered. I mean, that's part of the problem. He's under so much duress, and there's all these. I mean, he's just it's like, what? Yeah. where's my throwing lane? I get it. But some of them, they're is wide it, open. He's, he's leaving them at is the Is that the one Clark's talking about? No, the one to Khalil was great. I just saw that he said murdering him, and I just thought, I got to put that up. Yeah. Way he's to go, like, Clark. Do we have the – oh, you probably don't have it ready. There's a uh, – uh, the, the Justin Fields uh, pick? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. The oh. uh, yeah, yes, the pick. Yeah, yeah. The Not picture. The, I the was picture. hearing pick, and I'm like interception. Hold, yeah, no. we we don't want no. the picture. Hold on, let's picture. see what's going here. Um, Sean Hammond tweeting from the press conference. Justin Fields has a cut over his eye that he suffered um, on that throw. The sidearm one we're talking about, wow. the Herbert touchdown, where he got cracked. And I've been on these rants before, so I apologize. But, again, I do not understand why he doesn't get the same protection that other quarterbacks in the league get. That was a late hit, A. Two, I'm pretty sure the defender landed with the body weight on him, which has been called everywhere else this year. And earlier that drive, he got hit out of bounds. And that yep. didn't get called. Yep, pushed out of bounds. Well, one thing that we can, I think, no one would debate about Fields. The dude is tough. He's a tough sob. He, he is. He is, and it's also a statement on the the level of body that he has because it's not just tough. His body can handle it. Some dudes are just not built for this stuff, and he clearly is. Yep. Not saying how, how great was it though to instead have a negative Justin Fields gif this week. We had the great one of him laying down, getting <laughs> stretched out with the iPad, watching. That was film. awesome. At the same time, I just need to figure out how to get my wife to stretch me out when I'm watching film at home. That's that's a negoti- that's a negotiation. You stretch me out when I'm watching film. I'll give you a massage in an hour later. That's what that's how that looks. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the super chats. Uh, Eric <laughs> Collins, uh, I hope that's Eric Collins, the Charlotte Hornets play-by-play guy. I, I, good I think it is. I'm just going to zoom in. Sure, there. that's fifty dollars says guys doing a great job. Hogue is that dude. Thank sure. you. Eric. Bang yeah, bang bang. Okay, you. love it. Uh, and then we had let's see, uh, Martin. Another two dollars super chat. Kevin, Fish- Kevin Fishman, <laughs> the Fishman, and uh, then Anthony five dollars should try to get the Fishman on the show one day. We did have him on, didn't we? A long We've time had him ago, on, yeah. but we should have him on again. I agree. Uh, bear down, great game tonight. Rookies looking like a steal, and Getsy looking legit. Fields, that's a good one. Uh, and Mark uh, is 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 getting back into us. Like I said, it's now five twenty in uh, England there. Still here for all the Bears talk. Worried about going to Dallas with Mustafer. See, and this is what I said one of the first times I ever came on the show here in this beautiful studio here in CHGO. 
It's always funny to me that fans think the media, these negative dudes over here, live their whole life being negative media, just wanting the Bears to be bad because negative clicks do all the. No, there's 1,500 people in the chat tonight. Everybody's super chatting. We're having fun. When the Bears are good, everyone's happy. Everyone eats. It's fun. Don't what? Don't be an idiot. We, 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 us negative media. We know it's better when they win. What do you think we're? I know. We, I'm, I'm. I got your. He back. was being sarcastic. That's okay. what I'm saying yeah, okay. because I'm, I the the, yeah. the Bears Twitter. Um, <laughs> they they yeah. they think that the Bears media feeds off negativity and they don't want their team to be good for whatever weird reason. And the point is, when they're good, it's way more fun. I I mean, I, yes, it's obvious. It's we also, say, by the way, it's also. Horrible for business when they absolutely suck. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So anybody who thinks that anybody in the media is rooting for the Bears to lose is out of their minds because right. it makes no this sense for so any of our better. job security at all. And, and, so and, nice. Unless yeah. the, the the only media that roots against teams are those that have been on beats forever. And if your team's making the playoffs and they want to go home at the end of the season, there are dudes <laughs> out there that are like, please lose in the first round so I can go back to uh, my family or my life or whatever they do. We ain't that like is that. not what's going on on this show. We're going to be all. here all year long having fun we're gonna get more wins that no one's expecting michael maureen ten dollar super chat thank you sir love that we are winning at halftime and still make halftime adjustments to shut down the pats offense i feel like in previous years we would have let zappy run us over that's a great that's a great point michael it's been i'd say the biggest difference between last year and this year is that we have we they go into halftime and good things happen it never happened with Nagy. literally never never not I. It was like, what do you do at like these? He's Flus has got that one down. They they go in there, something good happens, and they they come out this and, and they're better. It's been impressive. All right, um, is that it? I got one uh, other quick one here. Uh, let's see. This then is from your notes, Raphael. He uh, says, <laughs> "How nice is it to come into a game with extra prep time and actually look dominant?" Agreed. So nice. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I, I believe Nick is – he did throw an Ola in the old slack arena over here, so I don't know he if that means what? he's ready. He said Ola. Ola, so Nick's Ola. ready? I don't know. We'll Do see. we there? He's not here if, here. If, if we can't get Nick, can we get Trevor Simeon? Wow. Um, Kevin Fishbane would like us to get uh, Trevor Simeon on the show if, if possible. Oh, yeah. He would, I mean, Go Cats. He would definitely be in here. He also wants me to stretch you out, by the way. Does he? Yes. Are you uh, texting I, right I now? Sent him, I sent Fish uh, a, a text saying that people are paying to super chat you, which is just makes him whoa, a legend. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So did I. I didn't get a – oh, wait, I did get a response. I got the – no, you're getting actual words back. I got the love Listen, automatic we're, response. We, 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 I'm not on the carm level. We, 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 live at, we live at Ryan Field together. We're, st- we're, we're slogging through one and six together. It's, it's yeah, a, I mean, you guys have been covering the team forever, <laughs> but there's a new, but there's a new level when you lose every week, to, and you're in the purple take you down. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's get the Carms notes. Carms uh, notes, because I think, yeah, let's knock those out before we get Nick in here. Uh, all right, so my favorite part of the show. Unfortunately, on the phone tonight, team, I will do better next week. But and I do have a couple pieces of paper. But uh, Hogue was pissed at the first punt, not forcing the punt. Mister Special Teams was out early tonight. That's so funny because I thought you were not even listening to me. Oh, I, I, that, I'm like I thought you were totally ignoring me because nobody cared what I was talking about. Yeah. No, I don't know if you saw it. Didn't force the punt. That allowed the punter to hold on to the ball an extra second before he kicked it. That allows your coverage unit to get downfield. Hence, no return. Yeah, you you are you are a serious special team straight nerd. You have you have taken it to a level that I did not think possible. I actually had a bad special teams tweet tonight though. 
bad special teams tweet? I said, well, after the muff, another muff. Right. I said, just stop trying to catch the ball. Right. It's not working. And, and the next one he returned for Pettis like 40 yards. Shout out Dante it. Pettis. Had, had, has done, an, I mean, there was the little bobble around, but he's, uh, he's right of the ship there. Dante Pettis is actually helping them. So congrats. Uh, let's see. Brisker tackle, brags, don't taunt. Uh, you've you got all these, you, you are a nervous Nelly. Don't pick, don't, don't talk to Justin Jones. Don't taunt. Don't, don't run it in on Belichick. He's going to beat you in the Super Bowl well, no, in 10 years. No, you get a years. penalty. Yeah, for no, he's right about the taunting thing. And by the way, it's something the Bears have fixed. Nah, Do right. they have a single taunting penalty this year? Ah, discipline, Mark. I don't, I can't remember one taunting right, penalty. But you're, but you're the that fun, shit. you're the fun police. You no, are, it isn't. No, I don't no, want no, a he, penalty. I'm 100% on his side on this one. He didn't. He wasn't anywhere close to taunting. This dude, you, Braggs. Under Nagy, they would have a taunting penalty every other game. I I don't disagree, but I'm just telling you that Braggs is the fun police, and and it's just Nagy let the, you know. I mean. Let it run wild with, you know, bad discipline penalties. Hogue Barbecue, you'll let your daughter. Loose was going after, you know, penal for that. Blindside hit. I like discipline. Okay, discipline. Hogue Barbecue, you'll let your daughter roll down the hill. You'll let her get into all, into all sorts of trouble in any which way oh, that she can. Boy. And now, and, 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 uh, Jaquan Brisker can have a little bit of a moment in New England. Correct. Uh, also, uh, oh, wait, were there referees at the Hogue Barbecue? Yeah, no, she I wasn't did. getting a penalty for rolling down the hill like a four year old should. A slightly dangerous maneuver that the Braggs was completely endorsing. Uh, it was but more I, dangerous that she was on top of the hill where golf balls could come flying at your skull, but that's it, a different it, thing. It was, it, it, was, it was actually elite parenting. I thought you were doing a great job. Uh, I loved every bit of Barack Obama tonight. He was just smiling and it was enjoyable, and the Manning cast was awesome. Bill Burr was the best, though. It, Burr was great. I just, when Obama was on there, I was really enjoying myself. You guys freaked out on the toe injury to Lucas Patrick. A toe injury? Well, the, I mean. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm not, Nick has an update, to be I'm honest. I'm not questioning it. He left on a cart and is gone. But, like, can we just talk about how the guy played has played, like, five snaps at center in training camp and game combined, and he has a thumb and a toe injury? Yeah, it sucked. Apparently, he's just healthier at guard. I don't know. No, it just sucked. Yeah, well, listen, he's had a. You were like, Gar was like, I don't care. I'm like, it's a big deal because he hasn't been. He's, he hasn't been good. He's been. He's been. But fine. he could have been better at center. We've been waiting the like three weeks for it. I don't. I don't disagree. I wish that he was healthy, but I wasn't. I wasn't gonna have a like a massive freak out that. That, that I'm and, and it was more so by my point is that you guys were like basically like how can a how can he go out with a toe injury and, and but then he all right let's let's speed her up Nick's got work to do okay moving right along uh I, that and let's see I shout out to Cole Komet for the catch and the run up to the line Big and play. that was that was like shocking too. Bears intelligence at the moment. We were all expecting Belichick to challenge. He didn't. Uh, Hogue, Adam Hogue, I wrote down, Hogue loves Bill Burr. You really. I'm a big, I'm a big Bill Burr fan. I like yeah. Bill Burr, too. I think so. my favorite moment was when he's like, can we stop showing sad Mac Jones? We get it. He got benched. <laughs> he's not happy. It was so funny. Just or, such a, he said David Montgomery never stops moving. He's like, he never stops he's moving, his, moving legs. his legs. <laughs> Good uh, observation. So funny. Shout out to Casey Standahar who battled through tonight. I've I've never sat with somebody during a Bears game who has had the sniffles more and okay. just sat there. She was she was scuffling. she was sick at the last Bears game. 
That was a week and a half ago. <laughs> we're going on. We're two weeks. Two weeks. She, now. she is. And I know I shouldn't talk. I was basically sick from week one to week six. But like, what are we doing here? I, I, know. I, I, I Get was, some antibiotics, girl. She, she, she is. She, she's get in your trouble. Immune system is up. There was one day like a week ago where she left early because she went to the urgent care. I'm definitely gotten sick for night from sitting next to Casey, but it was still you know her presence was much 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 <laughs> much appreciated. Kevin Kadic, shout out to the head of content. Incredible hot dogs tonight. Yeah. Uh, in the this. It, it was, I don't know where he got him from, but it was straight delicious. And my last one before we get to Nick, Good meal. Um, I had something in here that, uh, what? oh, Cairo Santos, 50-yard boomer. Dude's Mr. Consistent, man. Cairo just gets the job done. I was done. questioning that decision. Yeah. I was like, it's two possessions either way. Why are you kicking a 50-yard field goal? Bam, right in my eye. Yeah, I, tried I got a million other notes. Carlos Santos needed to listen but to me that more. We'll do it for Carm's. Not notes. to mention Carm You're not had to score. ask me and Casey what BDE meant. You're, oh yeah, I yeah did. that was yeah. A, I, that's on there too. I didn't read it. Yes, uh, uh, Carmy V tweeted out someone's got BDE. I didn't know. And and what is BDE, Braggs? <laughs> Big dick energy. <laughs> Big dick energy. Didn't know that one. Thank yeah, you, I Greg. Mean, come on, come on, Carm. You got to know that. Well, it was Carmy V who tweeted it out. Did you know what BDE was? Uh, yes, I've I've heard of that, but I was. I mean, especially I, we were talking about uh, Pete Davidson's movie like two hours ago. Yeah. Like he, of course, known Pete for Davidson, his BDE. Bill Burr, well, and, BDE, and then uh, you know Nick circle. Foles, BDN. You know, I mean, yes, that's what sure, I was yeah. thinking about. With yeah, uh, should I we run a tweet or an ad break before we get to Nick? Yeah, I guess we probably should. I mean, not a. An ad talk, not an ad break. No, yeah, we're not allowed to call it a break. Or uh, it's Carm, not a break. Carm we're not crank. going anywhere. This you're like, this is not 1962 WGN. We're in 2022. True story. My first day here, I had no idea how anything worked. That's why I like literally walked in here two seconds after you know uh, joining the team, and I didn't know that there weren't breaks. And I'm like, <laughs> let's go to a break. And then it was just silence because I didn't know what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was supposed to happen. But apparently been, I was supposed to keep talking. You've been doing podcasting since podcasting began. Yeah, but this was a new place, and <laughs> this is getting way too inside podcasting. With Hogan Johns, we record those ahead of time, and they get they get edited in. We don't do them that's live. That's okay. okay. We don't do them okay. live. Okay, so you were. Yeah, and that's how most podcasts work, to be honest with you. But this is a live don't stream. Don't challenge me on podcasting. This is a live stream. I, there's no challenge. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I was propping you. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Hey, uh, make every... You know what? We had a great night on DraftKings. I'm not going to lie. It was pretty good. There were some exciting moments at the football game. And uh, moments that shouldn't have been exciting because we were really happy about Khalil Herbert just getting, like, one extra carry. And that touchdown, it worked. And you can make every play feel that exciting. With DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, and their unbeatable offers. Right now, new customers can make any $5 NFL bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. And I took advantage of this tonight. Everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Basically how it works is uh, you throw down on stepped-up same-game parlays. And you get one per game day all season long. You just qualify with the right bets, and it automatically boosts it up depending on how many legs you have in the parlay. The more you have, the more of the boost you get. It's great. Big Download big. the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO to get $200 free bets if your team wins. Just place a $5 bet on any football game only at DraftKings Sportsbook using code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I love DraftKings. 
All right. You're all over Hawk. Uh, I love Hawk. I miss Hawk. He's, Hawk is the greatest. Okay. Chi-Town uh, Cornhole is the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois, dating all the way back to 2007. They've got the signature box-style design. It can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted. Uh, the cornhole boards, they come with the built-in drink holders, recessed in on the back, the LED that lights up the hole and exterior. It's handles for easy carrying. Braggs carries him around. He's a, he's a straight pro. Yep. We'll be carrying him over to our tailgate on November the 6th. Bears, Dolphins, Nicholas Moriano is going to be there to uh, wow us with his bags game and perhaps drink a couple beers before he goes and covers the game like the true professional that he is. Uh, they are veteran-owned and operated. They can ship anywhere. Corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event. Wedding gifts. You know you got your sports fans out there. I think Kevin was just at a wedding where everybody wore sports jerseys. A ton of Hawks fans were at that thing. Uh, gifts for all occasions, uh, especially for tailgaters, backyard barbecues. Uh, check out their website, ShyTownCornhole.com. You can also follow them on Instagram at ShyTownCustomCornholeBoards. Nick! <laughs> nice catch. Look at those hands. Better, hey, I'm ready. Up. You could play receiver for the Bears. Hey, did, first of all, did you get the clam chowder or no? Did they have it in the press box? What I didn't the, see any. I, I had a, what the a hell? grilled chicken wrap. What the hell, Patriots? That's why you lost the game, Patriots. You didn't have Basically. the chowder in the press box. You deserve the beatdown you forget, got. Forget about the chowder. The dude went one on one with Justin Jones in a towel. In the what did did you do? You think you propped Justin Jones into his tweet <laughs> where he talked about inflated balls? Okay, so some background on that. Herb Howard was down by the locker room before I got down there. He's like, "Hey, Justin Jones is on a different level right now." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like. That's what they get. They the deflated football. So he was already hyped about it, and then the tweet came out. And then I'm like, all right, now I got to follow up on this and see what Justin Jones is talking about. He's hyped up about the deflated footballs. And I only got him for a quick second, Mark. I tried to get him longer, but I asked him what he thought. He's like, and, it's and he like said, Pete a little, Nick, when he, when he you're like, okay. <laughs> and he walks off. I, I did, you know, that's where it ended, but it ended off perfectly. He said, Hey, they were inflated. Three interceptions. Walk off. Walk off into the showers. That's how it's done. That's how Justin Jones and that defense <laughs> just ran through the Patriots offense tonight. Do, do we think he's going to give me a hug this week or is he he's going to be pissed at me? I think he's. No, going. I think he's. I, I love I, it. I, I think you guys are buddies from now on. Listen, I think, I, think I, I might be. I brought you up, Mark. Mark, I brought you up. I'm like, hey, Justin, uh, my colleague Mark, he talked to you about, you know, deflate. You asked him about Bill Belichick. He's like, oh, yeah. And then that answer came up and then he went right into the showers. That's awesome. Amazing. That's awesome. Hey, uh, all right, Nick. What was it? We haven't. We don't really know. Have any idea what happened in Matt Eberflus and uh, and uh, Justin Fields' press conference? So, so fill us in. Okay, I can fill you in on Fields because I was still in the locker room when Eberflus was talking. But All good. so some, yeah, some quick takeaways from Fields. Um, so he was asked about just using more design runs and what that did for for the offense because we definitely saw that throughout the night. He said it just opened up another element for the offense and it just makes the offense more complex and opens things a little bit more. And, you know, this is thing that we probably have been thinking internally and have talked about it for, for months now, but they brought that in and wanted to uh, implement that in the game plan. But he, it was something that they knew going into this game, Justin knew he was going to run the ball more. So they knew that that was the game plan going in. 
and they executed pretty well tonight against the Patriots. Um, he was also asked about the touchdown to Cleo Herbert. Um, and that was actually the second time that the Bears had run that exact same play. The first time, the pass was actually tipped. And so he knew he had to adjust, do the pump fake, and then get it to him. And then he was asked, well, did you see it? He's like, no, I got smacked on that play. And as and I think you guys pointed out too earlier in the show, he had like a mark on uh, the side of his eye there. But um, And he actually talked to the refs about it. Like, hey, what did you guys see on that? You know, trying to get that um, you know personal foul penalty. I know you tweeted about it, Adam, during the game. But he's still looking for those calls when he – thinks that he's being, you know, flagged on some of these plays. And Patrick Finley followed up one more time saying, wait, did the Patriots look like the defenders look like they were actually trying to help you up? They're like, no, they were trying to argue that it wasn't a penalty. So they definitely weren't trying to help me uh, on the, on the play there. So he was talking about that. And then also, again, just going back to the RPOs real quick, guys, he's like, it just makes the offense more complex. If we can have that, he wants to keep having that moving forward. So great game plan. That was also, I talked to Equinemius St. Brown in the locker room. I'm like, I asked him all these adjustments. You guys are reassessing everything. How did that play out in this game? And he just credits the coaches for really having them prepared with a game plan that they all executed that played to their strengths. And you see how, what they did to the Patriots tonight. They, they were able to execute in all three phases. That's awesome. That, that's, that's, I think that's a huge statement right there that, look, the, you're getting buy-in. They're, they're appreciate they, they, the players know that their coaches know what they're doing. That's a, that's a big deal right there. I, I think it is. Hey, um, I, I, I'm guessing, and you weren't, I, I know you probably don't have an update from Eberflus on Lucas Patrick's status, but did you happen to see him in the locker room or anything? Was he around a, 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 a toe injury to be, you know, ruled out that, well, I guess he was just ruled out as doubtful, but goes off on a cart, like just, just kind of a, uh, an interesting one. Yeah, I didn't see him at all in the locker room. Um, yeah, I didn't see a couple. Like, I wanted to talk to Darnell Mooney. He wasn't around, and I thought I figured he would be, but didn't see Lucas Patrick um, with that toe injury. So I guess we'll have to just get updated on that tomorrow, you guys. Um, I did talk to Kyler Gordon uh, just talking about him and his interception that he got, and I asked him about the, the draft class, really. Dominique Robinson had a good game. So Jaquan Brisker got his interception on Monday night, and he's like, well, that's going to be the standard now. He, we got four interceptions. That's what we're looking to cause each and every game now is moving forward. Like, that's the standard we placed on each other. He also said, like, I should have scored on the interception. He was just a little gassed. He said, like, they were running up-tempo, and he said they just didn't have enough gas. But he's like, next time I really got to score that touchdown. I love that one, too. I don't know, man. I think <laughs> – was that Tyquan Thornton? I think it was, and he's he's a burner. Yeah, I was. I mean, it, it, dude, he was flying. He he was going so fast that even though Gordon picked off that ball, I was like, well, maybe they should have drafted him. It did look because like I need a big. <laughs> you know, it'd be nice if the Bears had a big, tall, fast guy like that. But uh, I'm obviously being. I'm kidding there, but um, it, it looked like secretary Nick, compared. To I don't. C-Biscuit. I don't think he was outrunning anybody there. <laughs> Nick, did you get a chance to talk to Darnell Mooney? No, he was. He never. By the time I was in the locker room, and that's where I went first. Like he never showed up, so okay. and I, you know, I asked around to see if anybody had seen him, but uh, no I don't think he ever was there. Maybe it was an early exit for him, but yeah, Darnell maybe Mooney was not around. The, maybe the jugs machine post game, but um, <laughs> no. Uh, I guess my question then, since you were in with Justin Fields, 
Uh, did he bring up the third and 16 before the first half was over right at the end? Um, I, I thought it was one of the biggest play calls. They ended up with a field goal anyway, but at third and 16, they run that passing play to the right side to Darnell Mooney. He toe taps it for the first down. And I just thought in that situation, they were going to run a draw and settle for the field goal. And, you know, Justin had just fumbled the ball. And mm-hmm. so it was like, you know, okay, no more mistakes. Just take your field goal and, and go to halftime. And instead they throw it and he gets the first down. Was there any expanded thoughts from Justin Fields? Because I thought it was a, a real turning point moment for Getze showing trust in his quarterback. So, Greg, he didn't talk specifically about that play, but I think just going back to the game plan, trusting what they could do despite not having as much time before the half, like they took that shot and they were able to make it. I remember um, just kind of, you know, thinking through that play, like, oh, yeah, it's probably going to be a run, right? Right before halftime, conservative play call, but they take the shot downfield uh, to give them a better opportunity. But I think it all goes back into the game playing that was done this week and how prepared the Bears were for what, you know, the, the Patriots are going to bring. And they, it showed tonight, you know, in all phases that the Bears were ready for what, Bill Belichick and that Patriots defense, that Patriots team was going to bring to them at Gillette Stadium. Nick, would you say that the Bears have a weight off their shoulders walking walking out of that locker room tonight? I would say so, Mark. Like there was, it was happy. It was, it was good vibes in the locker room. Like everyone, uh, for the most part, was was happy about the win. And obviously, like you talk to the guys, like, yes, you know, on Wednesday, we have to that 24 hour rule. We have to get on to next week. But, yeah, they should enjoy this win. This is a big victory over over the Patriots in prime time. But I would say that the vibes are good in the bear in the postgame locker room. Nick, great stuff. It is 1245 in the morning where you are. I acknowledge that okay. you have a uh, drive back to Boston and a flight to get on. So uh, we will let you go. Appreciate all your hard work out there, though. Uh, great job, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see you when you get back. <laughs> All right, you guys. See ya. There see he you is, Nicholas Moriano. Make sure you follow him on Twitter, at Nicholas Moriano. That's where you can find that video that we were talking about with Justin Jones and played earlier. Uh, good get by him. Uh, let's see. Before we get out of here, he gets to fly couple, back. We don't make couple him drive more home. supers. I got a couple more you supers. got a couple more supers. But, yeah, you, you do what you got. I think... Uh, Get to the inconsistency on the QB hits. Oh, just one final thing. We talked about the coaching, but and I think we actually talked about this specifically too earlier. I just I have to say, it is so refreshing to have a team that now multiple times this season has rushed up to the football after a close play that could potentially be reviewed. It turned out that Cole Komet was inbounds, but you could here's what's really important. You could tell that they've coached them on this one because Cole Komet got up he didn't know if he was in or out and he's like yo we gotta go we gotta go we gotta go we gotta go get up to the line get up to the line get up to the line and a secondary benefit of that is the Patriots weren't ready and the Bears got six yards on first down just by rushing up to the line and handing off the ball on first down like it is just such common sense and so refreshing because how many times under the last regime did we just see them like with no urgency after a close play and then up there comes the red flag play comes back it's like come on it was stunning 
that it's like whoa they're <laughs> they're following Komet's lead here and I was I was expecting the whistle to blow I didn't think the play was gonna get you know was gonna be get off at all and there was the only reason I thought he didn't catch it was because of how he reacted I, I, it would have been awesome if he actually baited Belichick into a challenge there because of how he reacted it was awful close too I mean I I'm not sure if he was in or out right now he, he could have been out of bounds they slowed it down and his knee was in. Okay. Yeah, his knee was in. It, it was, was a catch, but I just love that they're coached up on that and they actually executed on the field. All right, Lawrence, let's fire through these super chats and we'll get out of here. All right, a couple things here. Uh, Scuba Steve, uh, four ninety nine. He said Scuba there Steve. are eleven hundred people in in the chat and only two hundred eighty likes. Now that let me update that since he chatted. Uh, we are now at four hundred and thirty nine likes. Okay. Uh, but we're still at about 1,000 people watching, so please, on your way out tonight, All you please, have to do is hit that button. Smash that like button for us. That would really help us out. We appreciate it. Our guy, Adam, who was throwing the Fishman tweets or uh, Super Chats at us earlier, he says, I've run a Bears fan club in Omaha since 2014. They are there at the pub every week. Shout out to Bear Down Omaha and the Bears fans in the 402. That's awesome. Right. Bears fans are everywhere. What's up, Omaha? Yeah. I, I have a feeling every, every year there's one game that has, Braggs, you know this, like, all the fans show up. I think next week in Dallas is going to be big. It wasn't yep. a great selection this year. I think the Dallas game's the one that Atlanta, Dallas, yeah, well, probably Dallas. Probably, I think next week against the Cowboys. We'll and uh, you know, if you've never been to Omaha, great town for at least a weekend. That's, that's about as far as I'll go on that. I've never uh, been there. I've been to Lincoln a bunch of times. I'll take I, your word for it. I do want to send a second shout out to the Duke. Yeah, he hit us up with a hundred dollar super chat earlier. He said, Bulls win, Bears win, Packers lose. Doesn't get much better than this. Thank you for the post-game coverage. Now, put us to bed with the smaller faces, guys. I think we did. Would you say we've – I I mean, I, I don't want to speak for the chat, but I, I've got a smile on my face, so. Um, Absolutely. And thanks, dude. if you give us a $100 Super Chat, you get up there twice. Thanks again, Duke. Right. And then uh, let's just end here. Uh, this is from Jeprox. I've only seen the depressed bear costume. Is there a happy bear costume somewhere? Well, I'll tell you this. I don't know about that. I took a video. The bear was walking around today yeah. during the game and did not look depressed. Looked happy. Was doing a happy dance. I, I, yeah, was go also watch the Bulls post game. Uh, also, Seth Crane, ten dollars. Got my bachelor party in Dallas next weekend. Bears bear down. Let's go. Oh, there well, you go. Seth, I'm telling I mean, you. Well, I'm Seth, we have you. somebody you can take to your bachelor <laughs> you party. Tell us. This <laughs> dude looks happy to me. Is. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Bear, mean, come on, Braggs. Bear, bear down, Chicago Bears. Here we go. Make every play clear the way to victory. Bear down, Chicago Bears. It's the same bear, but this week is happy. So fearlessly, we'll never forget the way we thrilled the nation with your T formation. Bear down, Chicago Bears. And let them the know why you're wearing, wearing the crown. You're the pride and joy <laughs> of Illinois. Chicago, Chicago Bears, Bears, Bear Down. Ah. Hi.